Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Save the Lord. Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. And um, again, you're listening to the Tell It Like It Is show. We're coming to you live from the KDIX studio right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And uh, we're excited to have you here tonight. We've got some people already listening. So that is, uh, that is a good thing. And um, we just want to, I'm going to be talking about a subject, the subject tonight, the children of God. And uh, I would ask the question, um, are we all the children of God? You know, there's a lot of people, they, uh, they uh, say, you know, we're all God's children. Well, is that accurate? Is it accurate to say we're all God's children? I would say uh, the Bible says that that is not accurate, that we are not all the children of God, but we can be the children of God, and God desires to have children. One of God's main desires is to have children. Now, now, I've caught that burden a little bit here, and uh, 
I, it seems like, well, I don't know. It seems like whether I wanted children or not, they just keep coming. So uh, my wife's expecting number 12, and uh, and Abe and Sierra are in the studio with me tonight. Abe is my son, and Sierra is my daughter-in-law. And they're expecting, uh, they're expecting number two within like a couple weeks of, uh, of my, my baby. So, uh, I told Sierra the other day, I said, well, I hope I like my baby as much as I'm going to like yours. So, uh, but, but God desires children as well. And, um, I find it an interesting, interesting subject. It kind of intrigued me and hopefully, hopefully you will get something out of this lesson as well tonight. That God desires for you to be his child. Now, you, you aren't necessarily his child, even if you think you're his child. You aren't necessarily his child, but he desires for you to be his child. And um, going all the way back to the beginning of the book, we read of Adam. And, um, well, this is actually recorded in the book of Luke, um, when it's the genealogy of Jesus. It says, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So we find that Adam was the son of God. And as we look through the Old Testament, we don't really read anything else about people, individuals, being the son of God or the children of God. You know, we read, uh, we read in the Old Testament where... People are the children of men. People are the children of Ammon or the children of the Anakins or the children of whoever. They're children of strangers. Uh, they're children of Abraham. You know, they're, uh, they're children. And the most common one recorded in the Old Testament is, of course, the children of Israel. But we don't really read much about the children of God. And God wants you to be his child. God desires to have sons and daughters. Now, there are some references in the, in the Old Testament. You know, we have the scripture where it says the sons of God went into the daughters of men. And um, I'm not going to get into that tonight. You know, there's, there's all kinds of speculation about what that means. And I have my opinion. I'm sure you have yours. And, and, uh, but we're not going to get into that tonight. That, you know, even in Job, it talks about the sons of God. And in Job, it's talking specifically about angels. But, but we don't read really anywhere in the Old Testament where there's an individual that is called the child or the son of God, except for Adam. Deuteronomy chapter 13 and 14, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the law that God gave to Moses. And I'll just read the last verse of chapter 13 and the first verse of chapter 14 because I, you know, um, when the scripture was written, it wasn't written in, parag- or in uh, chapters and verses. So this was all continued. But uh, it says, When thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep all of his commandments, which I command thee this day, to do which is right in the eyes of the Lord thy God, ye are the children of the Lord your God. You shall not cut yourselves, nor make any baldness between your eyes for the dead. And the whole chapters start talking about the requirements of being a child of God. Unfortunately, in the Old Testament, no one ever attained to those requirements. No one ever attained to that. And, uh, and we never read of anybody except for Adam being called a son of God in the Old Testament. See, something happened in the Garden of Eden. Um, something happened in the Garden when, um, when, when Eve, when the devil um, tempted Eve and Adam. And if you read it closely, Adam was right there with Eve. I mean, they were both, they were both to blame. You know, Adam was right there. His wife was there. He was, he was right with her. And I, I put the blame on Adam. I don't put the blame on Eve. Adam was supposed to be the leader. Adam was supposed to be the, the person that Eve was looking up to. And, uh, but something happened there when, when they took of the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden, and they willfully sinned against God. See, see God had told them that it, the day you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. And the devil said, well, you're not going to really die. And uh, they ate of the fruit, and it was like, well, they didn't, they didn't die, die. They just, 
But what happened? Something happened in the in the Garden of Eden where there, there was a spiritual nature, there's a spiritual man that died inside of hum, humanity. That, that father and child relationship that God so desired, this relationship that God desires with you tonight, this is the relationship that God and Adam and Eve had. He, they were his children. And when they ate of that forbidden fruit and sinned against God, that relationship, that father-child relationship died. And throughout the whole Old Testament, we read of people that, that were good people. They were, they were you know, the, the Bible, the, God says many good things about a lot of these people, but he never refers to them as a son. He never refers to them as his child. Ezekiel, he prophesied of a day that we could keep the commandments of God. In Ezekiel 36, verse 26 through 27, he said, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. See, Ezekiel uh, God was showing Ezekiel that there's coming a day, Ezekiel, that um, that I'm going to restore this relationship with my spirit and humanity. I'm going to restore this relationship that God so longed to have, that we could be the children of God. See, the the patriarchs, the, some of the greatest people in the Old Testament. We read of them. These were these were amazing people. You know, it's said of Enoch that he walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Enoch just, God loved Enoch so much, he just took him. It's said of Job that Job feared God and was perfect and eschewed evil. Um, Abraham, he was called the friend of God. Jacob have I loved, the Bible says. It says, Jacob have I loved. God spoke to Moses face to face like he would talk to a friend. It said of David that David was a man after God's own heart. But you notice these, these great men, these great patriarchs, they were never called a son. They were never called a child of God. The God's greatest desire is for you and I to be his children. God's greatest desire is for you and I to have that relationship like Adam and he had. And... Um, but when sin entered the world, that father-child relationship died. And, and we're going to talk about that tonight. And uh, we're going to have, I, I want you to know that God wants you to be his child. God's looking forward for you to be a child of God. And you can be a child of God. And uh, you are listening tonight to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. This is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons, who for some reason he uh, he said he wanted me to do the radio show once a month. And so if you if you absolutely hate me, you call Pastor Bob and you say, here, here's the deal. I don't, I don't want to hear your son anymore. I just want to hear Pastor Bob. And uh, if he gets enough calls, he'll kick me out of here. And, uh, but tonight we're talking about being a child of God. And it's so good to have everybody listening. If you want to text me tonight, my number is 701-290-6259. Or if you got a very intellectual question for Pastor Bob, you better call him. That's 701-290-7862. Talking about being a child of God. I shouldn't see the night. 
show. This is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons and um, talking to you tonight about being a child of God. And God desires you to be his child. We've got a lot of people listening tonight, a lot of people texting me. Um, we got Jody from Harvey. The stoners are listening and a bunch of people in South Art, I guess, are listening. Of course, one of my, my fans is my sister and uh, I think she has to be one of my fans. Um, <laughs> uh, we got Sister Yvonne and, and Marv from, uh, from Bowman listening. And, uh, we just, if you have any questions or anything, call me or text me tonight, 701-290-6259. Or you can always contact Pastor, Pastor Bob Simons at 701-290-7862. One of my mentors, Brother Jones, he's listening tonight, um, we we have one uh, one person said you can be a God has children but He doesn't have any grandchildren and that is absolutely absolutely true God wants you to be His child so this father son relationship that died in the garden because of sin this father son relationship that God desires so much to have with you was broken because of sin in the garden. And, and none of us since then have been able to restore that or to, to, uh, gain that back on our own. But to restore that father-son relationship that, that God, He had to come as a son. He had to come to this earth as a son. So God became a son. And uh, we're going to get into this a little bit because God had to come as a son so that we could be redeemed in order to be his child, in order to be redeemed to the father. So now there's a lot of confusion in the Christian world and, and none of this confusion comes from the Bible. None of the confusion comes from, from scripture. 
this comes from man-made doctrine that was made in the you know the early centuries of of of, of the you know of, of the AD. You know that some of these um, the the Trinitarian or the these uh, doctrines of a triune God that there's a God that's co-equal, co-eternal, co-existent. Um, these are just not found in the Bible, and so this. This method that God used as becoming as of a son has been twisted and contorted to mean something that it is not. It was not, it was not a Jehovah Junior that came. It was God manifested in the flesh. Bible said he was manifested in the flesh. He was, he was reconciled to us. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse 19, the Bible says, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That God was in Christ. That the, the, the Father was in Christ. The Spirit of the Father was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, which is the Father. So the Father had to become the Son in order to reconcile us to himself. I hope I'm making sense, and, and it would make sense if, if our culture didn't confuse everybody so much by a, by a, a false teaching. Um, but in Colossians chapter 1, verse 14 and 15, by, the Bible says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, speaking of Jesus, even the forgiveness of sins, you know, this is still speaking of Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. You know, we read in the book of John how that God is a spirit. And, you know, and we know that there's only one spirit. You know, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. This God, he only has one spirit. And this one spirit became an image through the Son of Jesus Christ. This was the mode that he chose to use was being a son so that we could, we could have, he came to restore that relationship that us through sin had broken with God. First Corinthians chapter 15, it says, and so it is written that the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. So this first man, Adam, God had made flesh, and he breathed into that flesh the breath of life. He, God breathed into that flesh the spirit. The last Adam was the spirit that God made into a man. You know, Jesus was talking one time, um, and um, they got mad at, they got mad, these Pharisees got mad at Jesus. They said, hey, you being a man... Make us, or think us yourself to be God, or make us yourself to be God. You know, they were really close, because um, Jesus was God that made himself into a man. So this is, this is who Jesus is. God had to become a son to restore this father-child relationship with him. Um, Adam, it, it, this is interesting, you know, Adam, we read it, in, in Luke, that Adam was called the son of God. But when Jesus came to earth, Jesus didn't call himself the son of God. He called himself the son of man. And other people called Jesus the son of God. See, Jesus was God that was saying, you know what? I'm a man just like you are. I'm a man that has temptations just like you have. I have a man that, that uh, you know, I, I struggle with things just like you struggle with. Of course, of course, Jesus, he was the perfect man. He never sinned. But in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, and it says, And if children, then heirs, if we're the, the children of God, then we're heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. So we can be joint heirs with Christ. Like, like the, the blessings that Jesus had, the power that Jesus had, the, um, the authority that Jesus had, he wants us to be joint heirs with Christ. And, and if so, 
um, be that we suffer with him, that we almost also be glorified together. And um, this is this is what uh, this this is the plan of God for us to be joint heirs with him. We're going, skipping down to verse twenty nine um, in that same chapter of Romans chapter eight. It says, "For whom he did foreknow, he did also predestinate to be con- to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren." Jesus was the firstborn among many brethren. Now that's talking about you and I. Jesus came that he could be the firstborn to restore that father-son relationship, that child-son relationship, that relationship between a father and a daughter, between a father and a son. Jesus came to restore that relationship. Um, He came, is in the role of a son, so that he being the perfect sacrifice could pay the penalty of our sin and reconcile us back to the father-child relationship with God. That's the reason why Jesus came. He came, he had to come as a son. You know, it's not a separate person of the Godhead. It was a mode for us to be restored to the position that God wanted us to be. God wants us to be his child. God wants us to be restored to that position of, of, of him being our father. You might not believe it, but God wants you as his child. God gave everything for you to be his child. And this is the tell it like it is show. We're talking about that God wants you to be his child. His child. You text me tonight, 701-290-6259. Um, this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for... The esteemed pastor, Bob Simons, who's not here tonight, is just Abe and Abe and Sierra and my granddaughter um, in the studio, and we are happy to have you listening tonight. So God bless you, Abe. Play a song. Hey, mister, I know you don't intend to cause me pain, but it hurts me every time. to me please don't talk about my father that way he's the one who saved me he filled me and forgave me yes he did when I was just an outlaw on the street Still it hurts me 
every time you take his precious name in vain. Well, you might mean nothing by it, but I'm asking just the same. Jesus means so much to me. Please don't talk about my father that Christ adopted me. Please don't talk about my papa that way. Man, I'm so thankful that Jesus Christ adopted me. He adopted me, and he adopted a lot of you tonight. And you can be a child of God. You know, the, the beginning question is, are we all God's children? You know, we are all the children of God. And the people say, we are all the children of God. But that's just not true. We are all not the children of God. And matter of fact, if you don't believe me, you can ask Jesus. You know, in John chapter 8, Jesus, he's always getting into these discussions with Pharisees. You know, if you ever think I'm controversial, you know, I'm nothing compared to Jesus. Jesus was a controversial type of guy. And, uh, you know, in John chapter 8, it, it, he, did, he wasn't even very diplomatic in some of this stuff. He must not have read the uh, how to inf- um, win friends and influence people. Because in John chapter 8, he said, Ye do the deeds of your father. And they said unto him, We, we not be born of fornication. We have only one father, even God. And Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Skipping down to verse 44, Jesus said, Ye are of your father the devil. Your father's the devil. In the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Jesus is telling these Pharisees, he said, you know what, you say your, your father is God, but your father is the devil. He said, as a matter of fact, you and all your brothers and sisters, you're just a bunch of liars. You know, because the, if the father of lies is the devil and you're his children, you're just a bunch of liars. And he's saying, you know, he said, but the, you claim that God is your father, but your father is not God. Your father's the devil. And so I, th- the problem is we have a lot of people, and maybe even some that are listening tonight, that you think your father is God. But your father is not God. Because if your father was God, it says you would love me. And, and, you would, and Jesus said, if you love me, you would keep my commandments. See, See, in order to become a child of God, it's not just, it's not just something that, uh, it's not a verbal um, acknowledgement of who Jesus is. Otherwise, of course, we know that the devil would be a child of God. You know, it's not just a, a verbal confession of your faith. But if you go back to John chapter 3, there's a man named Nicodemus that came to Jesus. And Jesus said, unless you're born of get, again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. The only way to become a child of God is to be born again. And of course we have the, the, the world has, the, the Christian world, or they, they have uh, tried to manipulate a lot of the terms of the scripture. To be born again. You know, a lot of times, even even people that believe in the Bible, they quit using some of the terms that are biblical terms because they're such a turnoff. People say, are you born again? And they do terrible things, and they claim to be born again. Well, no, you're not born again if you're you're living in sin, especially if you're living in willful sin. You know, you're not born of sin, and if Jesus was here, he would say, matter of fact, your father is the devil. And, and you're a liar. And there's no truth in you. That's what Jesus would tell you. But, but you have to be born again to become a child of God. And Nicodemus, um, he said, well, how can I be born when I'm old? Can I enter the second time into my mother's womb and be born? And uh, Jesus 
Jesus said, uh, you know, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You have got to be born, not just got to be born, but you get to be born of the water and of the spirit. This is how you become a child of God. You can't, you have to be reborn into this. You have to be reborn. There's a, there was that, that man in the garden, that, that separation died, that spiritual man died. And the only way to get that back, that unity the, between the father and his children is to be reborn into the kingdom of God. To be reborn into the kingdom of God. And, and of course, Jesus taught his disciples what exactly this means, to be born of the water and of the spirit. In Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, the very birthday of the church, you know, uh, Jesus was Jesus was teaching his disciples what they what the, they were supposed to preach, and of course, he gave them a great commission. and And on the day of Pentecost, the, the disciples were filled with the Holy Ghost. They had this experience of being born again, and um, and Peter gave the first apostolic message on the day of Pentecost. And he, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, he said, You must repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And Jesus said, In order to be born of the water, you know, you've got to repent and you need to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, that don't even believe that baptism is essential for salvation. But I would like to tell you today that it is. The Bible says it is. Um, Mark chapter 16, it says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. First Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, it says, Even now doth baptism save us. You know, it's not like taking a bath, but it's the only way you're going to have a good conscience towards God. Baptism is essential to salvation. It's essential to become a child of God. And we must be baptized in the name of Jesus. Because we have to be a joint heir with Christ. We have to, we're, we're taking on His name to restore that relationship with the Father. And in, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter concludes and he says, And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is what it means to be born of the Spirit. To be born of the Spirit, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you will get the Holy Ghost just like everybody in the Bible got the Holy Ghost. Just like uh, when Peter was defending, uh, defending the Gentiles that got the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 11, he said, hey, it happened to them just like it did on, uh, to us in the beginning. The same way we got the Holy Ghost in the beginning was the same way that the Gentiles got the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 11, or 10. And um, Peter is explaining this. And uh, because every time you get the Holy Ghost, when people get the Holy Ghost, the initial sign is that you will speak in a language that you have never learned. That is called speaking in other tongues. And we read about this in Acts chapter 2. And this is being filled with the Holy Ghost. And you can be, this is being filled with the Spirit. This is being born of the Spirit. In order to be born again, to be a child of God, you must repent. You must be baptized in Jesus' name. And you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There's no way around it. And if you haven't tonight, if there's, if there's things, maybe you've never been baptized in Jesus' name tonight. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize you. I just want to tell you, there's more for you tonight. You can be baptized in Jesus' name. And when, with the combination of repentance and baptism in Jesus' name, your sins are completely washed away. They're completely under the blood. And, and you have the, God has given you the ability to live an overcoming life through the power of the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 6 and verse 2. See, we got to take on his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Jesus, Jesus did this for us. He, he died, and he was buried, and he resurrected from the grave, and he paid the penalty for our sin. But in order to be a joint 
heir with Christ. In order to be a child of God and to be a joint heir with Christ, we have to take on his death, his burial, and his resurrection. In Romans chapter 6, it says, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. See, see, the writer here is saying that we, in order to take on this death, burial, and resurrection, it's not just a mental ascent. You know, thinking that, that recognizing that Jesus died for our sins. But we have to repent of our sins. And this is symbolized by the death of ourselves we got to die out to ourselves repent of our sins and like anything that's dead you got to be baptized you got to be buried just like jesus was buried we need to go down into the waters of baptism that we're baptized into jesus christ we're baptized into his death this is what the writer is saying that there is something that you have to do to respond to this gift of salvation to become a child of god It's not what we do, it's the response of the gift that he has given to us. And and when we are resurrected, we shall walk in newness of life. This is not even just a one-time thing. You may have received the Holy Ghost, but you need to continue to walk in the newness of life. We need to be joint heirs with God. We can be joint heirs with God. And God had to come as a son he had to come as a son that we could be joint heirs with him and he he wants you to be his child god wants you to be his child you know god's um he's calling for you today he's saying that he i want you to be my child you know once we're once we are his child he also wants us to stay his child and um we got to we're going to get into that a little bit. I'm going to have Abe sing a song. Brother Jones, he said, he said Abe's doing a good job picking out the songs tonight. And um, I won't say exactly how he said it. But this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. And uh, so good to have you listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show tonight right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. question was raised as my conscience fell A silly little lie It didn't mean much, but it lingers still In the corners of my mind Still you call me to walk on the edge of this world To spread my dreams and fly the future so far my heart is so frail I think I'd rather stay inside but you love me anyway it's like nothing in life that I've ever known yes you love me anyway oh how you love me
loves you. I'm so thankful for that tonight. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. This is Ben Simons filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. And um, we're talking about being a child of God tonight. That God desires for you to be his child. God, he went through extreme pains for you to be his child. God, I mean, uh, he wants you to be his child. And we uh, know that to become his child, you must repent. You must be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Without the Spirit of God, you are none of his, the Bible says. You You have to have the Spirit of God the way that they had it in the New Testament. And if you've never had that experience, um, you know, I, I'm not going to... I don't want to say anything that uh, would make you feel bad. I want to encourage you that you can have that experience. I mentioned um, Cornelius. I mean, Cornelius, he was a good man. He, Cornelius was a good man. He just didn't have all of the all of the truth. His alms came up before God. His alms came up before God, as, you know, and, and or his prayers came up as alms before God. And um, but Cornelius... He needed to be baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And when you become a child of God, you also need to stay a child of God. In Jude chapter 1, it says, keep yourselves in the love of God. So we, there's things that we do. There's, there's a way that we walk. We call it a highway of holiness. There's a way that we walk that we keep ourselves in the love of God. We keep ourselves by living in the Spirit. You know, like uh, Adam, Adam, he he kept himself in the love of God for a period of time. We don't know how long it was, but then he chose to willfully sin against God. So, as Christians, we need to willfully choose to serve God, to willfully choose to walk in the Spirit, to be in tune with the Spirit. You know, in in Second uh, Corinthians chapter sixteen. Verse, or chapter 6 and verse 16. It says, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said. Now, get this. He's saying, you are the temple. You are the place where God dwells. 
Inside your body is the place that God dwells. Much like Jesus, inside his body was the place that God dwelt. He said, you are the temple of the living God, as God hath said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you. God's saying, I I will be a father unto you. He's saying, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. He's saying, come on. There's more for you here. And I will be your father. And and I will receive you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. See, there's a life that we live, a life of holiness that we live, that we can be sons and daughters of the almighty god we have a a whole church world today that that doesn't even preach or teach anything about being holy it it, you know it, it doesn't preach or teach anything about pretty much the holy epistles of how to live for god successfully what it means to walk in the spirit you know what right now pastor bob simons is doing a doing a, a series of, of holiness teaching of how to become you know uh, how to become more like christ how to walk what is the practical application of walking in the spirit and if you want to know that come to church on wednesday night and right here in dickinson we have a it's a it's a great holiness series that he's just starting and um we have to live a holy life we have to live a life of holiness separation from the world and dedication unto god and if you do this, if you are born again, and you live a life of holiness, you will be the sons and the daughters of God. And that's what God desires. You will start to look like your father looks. You will start to act like your father. You'll start to, to sound like your father. Have you ever noticed that? You know, you have a, you see a, a father and a son and, and, uh, you know, just different traits. They, the way they say things, it's like, boy, you sound just like your dad. You know, people tell me that sometimes. You know, they, they get, you show up, you know, somewhere and they say, oh, you look like your dad. Well, in a spiritual sense, we need to start looking like our father. We need to start acting like our father. We need to start sounding like our father. This, this is what God has called us to be. And God, you know, you need to stay in the love of God. And there's a, you know, you can walk away from being his child. God will not reject you, but you can reject him. But God is tonight, he's calling you to be his child. God is, God is reaching out through these airwaves tonight. And I don't know where you're sitting. I don't know where you're at tonight. But the Spirit of God is moving through these airwaves. And He's calling to you tonight that He wants you to be His child. You know, you've, you might say, I've messed up too many things. I've gone too far this time. Or, or I've known the truth and I've, I've messed things up. I've gone to the place where I can't return. You know what? God's calling you. He's saying, I want you to be my child. Yeah, you might have messed up. But I want you to be my child. John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, whosoever, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you messed up one time or a million times. You are that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Now you may, there's possibilities that there's people that have messed up some things that, that are very difficult to get back. There's, there's things that you've messed up that you can't get back. But there are some things that you definitely can get back. That you can, that he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is, God is calling you today. He's saying, you know, I want you to be my child. Second Peter chapter 3, it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but he's, 
God is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish. God's patient with us. God's patient with you. You may have messed up some things. You may have, uh, you may have gotten yourself in a position where you don't think you can, you can come back. You may, you may think that, you know, I've done so many bad things that God cannot save me. I'm calling to you tonight. God wants you to be his child. God desires for you to be his child. If you think you're too bad that God won't accept you, what you're really saying is that you don't think God wants to be your father. Because he gave everything that he had for you. Everything he had to offer, he put it all on the line for you and for me. And God's calling you tonight. I don't know where you're at tonight. I don't know if you're sitting in your vehicle or if you're at home in your living room or in your bed and I'm putting you to sleep or if you're in your office or or where you're at tonight. But God is calling you tonight. He wants you to be his child. He He wants to have that relationship restored like that relationship that he had with Adam. Tonight I encourage you, tonight as Abe plays a song, um, just just bow your head tonight and uh, just think about what I'm saying. We're going to come back. We're going to pray as we're dismissed. But go ahead, Abe, you play a song. God wants you to be his child. He he's desires for you to be his child. into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light come on come on come on come on out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light out of darkness into his marvelous light come on out of darkness Should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. into his marvelous light. That's what God is calling you today, to come out of darkness, come out of this world of sin into his marvelous light and become his child. Amen. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Tonight uh, we are coming to you live from the Dickinson um, KDIX studio. Abe has some announcements for you. Go ahead, Abe. If you would like to visit our church, the New Life Pentecostal Church, you can do that. The address is 501 Elks Drive in Dickinson, North Dakota. And we have service every Sunday morning. Um, there's Sunday school at 10 o'clock. For, uh, there's adults Bible study and also children's Sunday school classes at 10 o'clock. And then at 11 o'clock a.m. is our worship service. And we'd love to have you join us um, on Sunday. Also on Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. we have uh, a church service at the at the church there in Dickinson. So um, visit us if you're from the beach area. You can um, visit the the church that's starting there. They have a service every Tuesday night 
at the Beach Community Center. Brother Joe Hostetler is the the pastor, and um, that's at 7.30 as well, every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. Also, if you're from Bowman, you can visit the Truth, or excuse me, Cornerstone Apostolic Church. The address to the church in Bowman is 18 North Main. They have service uh, every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, I believe, and then also Thursday night at 7.30. That's the Cornerstone Apostolic Church in Bowman on Main. If you're from Beulah, you can visit the Truth Community Church. The address is 220 3rd Street Northwest, Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. That's in Beulah, the Truth Community Church. If you'd like to talk to the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church, that's Pastor Bob Simons. Um, you can call him. His phone number is 701-290-7862 or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Thank you, Abe. And um, tonight, God's calling out to you. He's calling out to you wherever you're at. He's saying, I desire for you to be my child. I desire you to be my child. That's a need of God that he desires for you to be his child. And wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, you have not gone too far. You have not gone too far. He, he is waiting for you. He is patient. He is long suffering to you. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're with, whether you're, uh, you know, uh, an esteemed person in your society or whether you're the, the, the drunk on the street. God is desiring for you to be his child. He's desiring for me to be his child. And he made a way that we can be. And I'm so thankful for that tonight. I'm going to, I would like to dismiss tonight. We're going to pray. I would like to pray for you that you could, you could respond to this call that God is putting out to you tonight. Lord Jesus, we love you tonight. God, we come before you today, God. Lord, we're just asking that you go through these airwaves, God, that you just minister, God, that you do a work in people's hearts and people's lives, oh God. Oh God, just lift them up out of a pit that they find themselves in, God, and help them to realize that they can be your child. God, that you desire them to be your child and and that your mercies are new every morning. And God, that you can restore unto them the joy of your salvation. In the name of Jesus, God, just go with this listening audience tonight, God. God, just help them, God. Encourage them, Lord. Help them to come to an altar of repentance. God, help them come to a place where they can submit to you with their whole heart, I pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. This was Ben Simons filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons, who will be with you next week. And um, I'm so glad that you listened tonight. God bless you and good night. Free, you are my Lord.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.